Primatologist? That's right. <laughs> Primatologist. I did it. You did it. Yay. Rip your arms off and tickle themselves with your <laughs> severed limbs. That's disgusting. You will. You better tickle that <laughs> now freaking that's gorilla. Perverted. <laughs> <laughs> this green drop drink which just raindrop ha- green drop is it green, green drop did you watch this movie isabel drop top hang out with the family having ourselves a party hi and welcome to this week's edition of mixed movie reviews where we as siblings get together every couple weeks and roast talk about movies that we grew up with i'm singleton here with my sister isabel hi how are you and taylor hi how are you Dang it! Why would you steal the same thing? Why would you say the exact same? Okay, he's got a lot of nervous energy. (laughs) Sorry, because I because I heard your voice kind of go like, "Eh." and I was like, "Then I'm like, oh shit, I should say something." (laughs) Hi, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good seeing you guys again. I know it's been two weeks since we spoke about our last movie, but uh, Mm -hmm. what has been going on with you guys since then? A lot. A lot. Anything that you haven't shared with us over the past week or so? Why are you asking me? No, it's I'm funny because like I went in. This is our fifth episode. Yep, mm-hmm, which is yeah. awesome. And I was like, I feel like we should talk about ourselves a little bit, so mm-hmm. people listening know who we are. And you're like, I don't want to talk about myself. And then I all like, <laughs> anonymity is key. <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought of like when you're in a classroom for the first time, uh-huh. and everyone's like, go around and say your favorite color. So it's oh, like, God. my name's Isabella, and my favorite color is green. Yeah, it's like, or who, black. Yeah, who really cares? Or midnight. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, that's my intro. Is What's your favorite color? Blue. What's yours? Pews. Pews? What is pews? <laughs> it's a color. No. Taylor, uh, went to, Taylor went to art school, so he doesn't have normal colors on his head. Oh, my gosh. He's like, um, I only think of Periwinkle. Yeah, Periwinkle. <laughs> Uh, Midnight Stardust or Vanta Black. Oh, Those are your colors? No, it's probably blue. Uh, we have the same color. Or yeah. orange. Is yours like blue, blue? Like a regular blue? Um, I don't know. Blue. The, <laughs> the, the shades of blue. Like, I could say just like Crayola blue. So let's just go with okay. that. All right. Crayola blue. That's more of a well, forest if, green. Well, then if my favorite color is orange, then it would be macaroni and cheese orange. If we're doing Crayola I can colors. I can hear the stop buttons being clicked on this fucking episode right now. I'll talk about this. <laughs> no, no. I feel like my week's been um, pretty good. What was like the height of your week? The height of my week was watching my... Fucking this movie? <laughs> it was not this movie. I uh, was watching the beginning trailer for my YouTube show. Oh. I... Yeah, it was kind of like I almost teared. I teared up a little bit because uh-huh. it's a project. Um, I'm working on a project with one of my old coworkers uh, that has to do with like uh, books and baking, and watching a trailer of a show that we filmed uh, back in March. And you sent me a clip of that, and it looks really professional. Yeah, it looks really really good. I'm excited. Yeah, and I guess once that gets up and going. 
Every now and then you can give a little plug. I can give a little plug mm-hmm. to give it. Be plug. like, check out my show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a that was a pretty big highlight. So nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about your show, Taylor? <laughs> what about my show? <laughs> <laughs> we all have shows. <laughs> yeah. What's your show, Taylor? It's this because I'm the editor. So <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you. Yeah. So um, so if you have any uh, issue with sound, anything having to do with editing these. Uh, shows, go ahead and comment and direct them towards him. That's not how this works. Send an email. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to cut that out on the other. <laughs> no, my week's been good. Yeah. Um, I kind of made the discovery that I can't uh, essentially jump back into exercising mm-hmm. like I normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just kind of taking it slow. So Nicole and I are going on walks in the morning just around the neighborhood, just yeah. for like 20 or 30 minutes. Um, I've completely forgotten what my neighborhood looks like, and I grew up in it. Jeez. <laughs> and you're only going like 20, 30 minutes. That's just like a few blocks away. Like, Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, did you used to ride your bike all over the neighborhood like oh, yeah. I would have? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also started re-watching um, Adventure Time. Because I got it's the so I got the collection on DVD and mm-hmm. it looks like the Enchiridion, but it's like it's like the best put together case I've seen. Mm-hmm. But it's only on DVD. Like for the Blu-rays, they literally just have their own cases, and then it's just in like a huge box. Oh, and there's nothing cool it's not about like it. Super fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just working on projects and I don't know. Work's busy. That's yeah. Awesome. So how are your cats doing? They're doing good. Good. Nice and fuzzy. Uh, Our orange cat is called Rinsler, like (laughs) the character from Tron Legacy. And our, I don't know what kind of, like she's a long-haired, I guess, mixed-colored cat. Long-haired cat? Brownish, brownish, (laughs) whitish, grayish, I don't know. Long-haired cat. But her name is Moose, like the dessert. Mm. Nice. Love that. How's your week? How's your week, Singleton? Uh, my week's been going fine. It's it's been a little stressful just with work. We have a lot of plates right now that we're trying to keep up in the air, and I am working on remodeling a building to move our offices into with another company, and that's where all my like time and energy is spent right now, and just like the regular day to day. Other than that, I have a little bit of time at the end of the day left over. Play with Oreo, a furious nine pound. Uh, Chihuahua shit to mix <laughs> when I get home um, trying mm-hmm. to keep things together yeah I'm sure most people are but <laughs> I was able to carve out two moments this past week mm-hmm. to watch this week's movie you and watched that, it twice I watched it twice I always watch like the movies twice once just to uh, get through it just mm-hmm. to watch it to like familiarize myself and then one more time where I'm like sitting down taking notes because I don't like to watch a movie once and like keep pausing it and stopping oh, yeah. it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I know that I watched one of the movies like a few times, like three times, Tremors, but it was, I mean, Tremors is a great movie. Enjoyable. It was, <laughs> it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and actually I sat down with my daughter and watched this one, and at the end she was like, aren't the movies supposed to be bad? I was like, no, they're just movies that we grew up with. But anyways, this this week's movie is... Congo from 1995. Mm. So, uh, the director of the movie was Frank Marshall. Um, some people, some uh, cinephiles out there would be able to pick him out, but his 
repertoire includes like Inner Space, Empire of the Sun, Jason Bourne, Indiana Jones, Benjamin Button's signs. Like that's what Ooh. he's known for. So he has some signs. He has some big movies under his belt. Okay. Um, and this movie is actually based off of the nineteen eighty novel by Michael Crichton. What is the first feeling that you had like when you saw the opening credits and like the splash scenes of the expedition and whatnot walking across Africa? Um, I would say the first thing I noticed was that horrible title card. Mm-hmm. Gold gradient with a glowing blue highlight around it. <laughs> that okay. was pretty crazy. I saw that and I'm like, also, why is it at the bottom of the screen? Yeah. Okay, whatever. But, um, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun and say, you know, Lion King. Yeah. But... That's kind of what I thought. It was, it was really setting the uh, setting the feeling of the movie. It was an expedition going through the Congo. Actually, mm-hmm. I think the areas that they, they touch on are like Tanzania, Zaire. They set up base camp. They're looking for this specific type of diamond for this company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the company's name is Travicom, which is like a telecommunication. The name... <laughs> Sorry, I mess up on words all the time. So oh. like when you do, I'm like, oh, yes. But I love you still. So they're looking for these diamonds to create a laser that is going to take this telecommunications company, which name is Travicom, into the next millennia. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole thing is to be number one in communications. But it's communications, but they're making a laser? Yes. Okay, that's where I got lost. I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Your communications, but they need this diamond to make a laser. Uh, yeah, see, that's that's also what I didn't get, is when they, they set up base camp, and they instantly find this diamond dust that a guy, Charles, Bruce Campbell, is on a call with Karen Ross, who is back in the Travicom communication center, mm-hmm. and says, hey, look what I found. Adds crystals to this thing that is obviously a gun yeah, and so. and blasts a bush behind him and says, how about that power? And then in comes the owner of Travicom, Travis himself. <laughs> is that what his name is, Travis? Yeah. It just seems like a dude name for like an older gentleman. Like, <laughs> what's up? I'm Travis. I owe this telecommunications place. And yeah. then you're like, nope, it's just a, just a guy in a golf cart. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. like someone's uncle. Yeah, it's the uh, CIA guy from Goldeneye. That's yeah. what I recognize him from. <gasps> yeah, actor Joe it Don Baker. <laughs> Muffy. <laughs> <laughs> the character's name is R.B. Travis. Mm-hmm. So, going, mm-hmm. going by last names. R.B. R.B. Is that Robert? I mean, you could speculate. It just says R.B. Rob? Reginald? He just didn't want to say the O. <laughs> it's just R.B. <laughs> He's like in Texas. So, I mean, what's a Texas name that starts with R? Reginald. <laughs> Ooh, Reginald. <I> <laughs> Reginald. Reginald Buford Travis. Buford <laughs> Travis. Anyways. He's actually a hamburger. Yeah, anyways, Charles goes looking for his friend Jeffrey, mm-hmm. who just happened to stumble upon a lost city on the side of this volcano mm-hmm. that you can only get to by swimming through a hole. Yes. Okay. So he says, hey, look what I found. Jumps in this water swims through what i can only assume is like a 
uh, a rock cliff, and then they come up on the other side into this lost city, overgrown vines and, and whatnot. Yeah, mm-hmm. which they don't know. Like <laughs> he doesn't show them like exactly where they're going or how long he's going to be underneath mm-hmm. water. Yeah. He just goes for it. And I'm like anxiety automatically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is where Charles and Travis now are saying, like, hey, we got to get back to base camp. I got to call back in. Charles sits on some steps, waiting hours and hours, hears a noise behind him, turns around, screams. You can only assume that Bruce mm-hmm. Campbell is now out of this movie. But almost before that, which caught my eye, was when he mm-hmm. was sitting mm-hmm. on those stairs. Oh, I see what I did there. <laughs> so when he was sitting there eating his chocolate bar mm-hmm. and something falls on him. And it's an eyeball. His mm-hmm. friend Jeffrey's eyeball. I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, something threw it at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like something. We don't know what it is. Yep. But the fact that he had it in his hand, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, all right, for, so it's going to be that kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, for as long as he was looking at it, like even on the ground and picking it up, he should have realized yes, pretty soon I that it, it was an eyeball. That's a freaking eyeball. Yeah, I'm not going to pick that up. <laughs> and it was like perfectly plucked. Like it had all the mm-hmm, The tendons and everything. And it's like, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how does that work? How many eyeballs have you plucked out of somebody's head? I've never plucked eyeballs. So how do you, I mean, what's your basis for that comment? I've never done that. <laughs> so I'm just saying for the, the, those creatures for the li- are very meticulous. Yeah. Yes. For the listeners, I'm an ophthalmic technician. I work with people with certain eye diseases and mm-hmm. I've never seen that before. <laughs> like in movies when they have like eyes being plucked out or yeah. anything like that, it's like that's not how that works. <laughs> Basically what happens when that little puff goes into your eye. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hates that. <laughs> Everyone hates that puff, but Yeah. So, so we can only assume that Jeffrey is dead. Charlie is well on his way to being deceased. Um, and then it goes back to Travicom, where now the owner and Karen Ross, and Karen Ross is played by none other than Laura Lenny. Also, Wendy Bird in Ozarks, The Truman Show. They are set up with another call, and Charles never shows up. Mm-hmm. So they pan the camera around. They see dead bodies all over the place. The camp is destroyed. And then all of a sudden, you see a gray streak across the mm-hmm. camera. And Travis says, "What does he just start yelling?" God he, damn he it! Start, he starts yelling. Okay, what was <laughs> what was that? God damn it! God damn it! So, and well, the, I thought that that was at the second call. That was at the second call. Did he say it he, in the first? No, one? this one he was like, "What was that?" <laughs> like he just he he yells at everything. Every line this guy has is at number eleven. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's turned up. Mm-hmm. He's a little paranoid. He's a control freak. He smashes like this control room up with the club that he has. Yeah. And then starts to catch on fire too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Catches on fire. And then he starts telling like this high grade scientist, like, why don't you go put that out? Just listen to me. Um, He does not like being questioned. He's probably what you would consider like a toxic masculine man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think in that fight there, he's yelling at her and she's like, Hey, I'm a scientist. I need to do these things. We need to get people out there. He's like, shut up and do what I told you. And she's like, are you even human? And he, he says, I'll be human later. And you're like, wow, you're terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they, they don't know what, what destroyed all the equipment. Um, and his idea is to send Karen down there with a team and they're going to hop on somebody's expedition and go find out what's going on and recover this diamond. Mm-hmm. Now the whole thing here is the diamond is the only thing that can get his company 
into the next century, Charles was Karen's ex-fiance. So she has, she's like emotionally invested in this. She wants to know what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. And Charles is also Travis's son. Yeah. And he seems more interested in the diamond as opposed to what has happened to his son. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is where Karen also says, if I think for one instance that I'm going down there for this diamond instead of your son, like, I'm going to make you sorry. Cuts to Berkeley, California. Amy the gorilla. What was your first thought of like Amy the gorilla? Like, and how they did that. Because it was obviously somebody in a gorilla suit. But for 95, how do you think they pulled that off? It looks pretty decent. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The eyes freaked me out. Like, later on, you meet more people mm-hmm. in gorilla outfits. Yeah. And just the eyes. I was like, mm, very unsettling. They were pretty human. Yeah. As opposed to the well, gorillas that they, they found. Mm-hmm. I don't... So, I was watching it with a roommate. And one of the... The way the light bounces off the eyes... Mm-hmm. Is not human or animal. So she it's more films. more animatronic. Yeah, like more animatronic. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it just didn't look human. And I was like, oh, that made it worse. Oh, God. But I didn't think it was terrible. Like, I wasn't, I mean, they can't have like gorillas running around on set. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> which made sense. I was like, why wouldn't they just get real gorillas? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be terrible. And it's definitely not nowadays. Yeah. I mean, you look at like the new Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. and. All of the apes look so great. I've never seen those movies. They're pretty decent. I feel like I'd cry. So I'd avoid (laughs) any (laughs) movie that might make me cry. I'm like, I'll avoid that. (laughs) (laughs) But I I thought her character was interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, as soon as you get introduced to her. She's like a lovable gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you get introduced to her, you know that there's something up. Because she's painting the same image over and over and over again. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very artistic. Mm-hmm. There's this all-seeing eye. Looks like it's in some jungle scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Richard's buddy, Dr. Peter Elliott, walks in, who is played by Dylan Walsh, um, actor who's been in Blue Bloods, Nip Tuck, comes in, asks how she's doing. This alludes to Amy has been having nightmares mm-hmm. over and over again. Tells Richard to get her ready because it's showtime. They're in front of... A group of people doing a presentation to continue their research with Amy. Amy is mm. a special gorilla that she knows sign language, and they have developed this special vest that she wears around and this like hand gauntlet almost mm-hmm. that, as she signs, it verbalizes what she is saying. Yeah. So she can essentially talk to people who don't know sign language. What did you think of that concept? The demonstration video that he shows the first guy who uses that technology oh yeah who's like i've never heard my own voice and it's Mm -hmm. like the voice that they use like took me back to so many old like computer games (laughs) 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 i'm like man that is such a stock voice yeah and i mean unfortunately when i was watching this movie when that line happened Mm mm-hmm I was like, well, it's technically not your own voice because... That's what I thought, too. And I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like, mean. <laughs> how much of an asshole do I want to be by telling this guy who was born without vocal cords, like, well, technically, that's the computer <laughs> well, talking. Technically. You're like, just take it down in a few notches. Yeah, like you yeah, you can't talk. You, <laughs> you don't really have a voice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Um, but the camera pans the group of people that are watching this gorilla 
I guess you could, would you say speak sign language? If she's signing I and would just, also talking? I would just say speak, yeah. Yeah, speak sign language. Like, so, that's, that's the whole gist of this presentation, is that an animal can now speak. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the animal, could, she's speaking sign language, scans the audience, and you see one of the greatest actors ever, Tim Curry. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> the man laughs to death. <laughs> Oh my god, Tim Curry's here. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> so for you out there that who don't know who Tim Curry is, um, which I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Number one, Dr. Frankenfurter from mm-hmm. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Wadsworth from Clue. Yeah. He was in The Hunt for Red October. Pennywise from It, the television movie. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah, that was one of the first things that ever freaked me out yeah yeah i watched that as a kid too and the way that he played him was if you were already scared of clowns like this <laughs> just, just added to yeah, that yeah just added completely to that um also uh hexus from fern gully mm-hmm. yes amazing that voice the voice <laughs> no breaks <laughs> mother's milk <laughs> And, sorry, I have to end with this one. The Grand Wizard in The Worst Witch. Every time oh, I see God. Tim Curry, I'm like, every year for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Check out that video. <laughs> yeah, it, it's on Look YouTube. Look it up. Or yeah, the yeah. movie. Or, or the, the movie. movie, yeah. <laughs> so, and his character's name is what? Who wants to pronounce this? Oh, man. I know the first name is, and we just talked about the name and the car ride over. Mm-hmm. Herkimer Hiro- Hiroshima. No. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? Cut, a cut Japanese name? <laughs> That's true. It is a Japanese I think it's Hiroshima. Freaking weeb. <laughs> Jeez. Dweep. Um, Herkimer Hiroshima. I want to say Gerardo, okay. but that doesn't make sense. Gerardo? <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, go for it. Go for it. Herkimer Homolka. Homolka. Herkimer Homolka. So, first of all, he's a char- his character is supposed to be Romanian, mm-hmm. and they give a double H name to him, and I did not know what it was until I actually had to look it up on IMDb. So, Herkimer Homolka. Herkimer <laughs> Herkimer? It's Herkimer. Yeah. Or, That's what he said. Oh. <laughs> You're the word. Yeah, H-E-R-M-E-R-K-E-R. Yeah. Uh, it's Herkimer. Herkimer. <laughs> it's all a goddamn little yo, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They gave him a very difficult name to pronounce in English mm-hmm. without a Romanian accent. Mm-hmm. Ac- accent? Yes. And then they gave it to Tim Curry, who like already has a distinct voice anyways. But then they're like, you're Romanian this. And yeah. you're like, okay. Or you could just have him be Tim Curry. It's and, like, like, how <laughs> difficult were they trying to make this, <laughs> like, it for him? I don't know why they made that name so intense. I don't know. I don't Ugh. know. Because it's Michael Crichton. <laughs> I imagine. Michael I imagine. He, I mean, I've never read Congo. Yeah. But I imagine that's like. His character in the movie, in the mm-hmm. book. So yeah, well, well, Tim Curry's whole like uh, wow. part in this story. What? Why what? <laughs> I was trying to do a Tim Curry uh, impression. And what he's like, was... wow. 
He's as well in a lot of movies. Uh huh. I thought you were just doing Owen Wilson saying <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, no! I thought you said wow. It was supposed to be Tim Curry. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was supposed to be Tim Curry. Anyway, sorry, I did not mean to interrupt. Any more impressions? Do an impression of Tim Curry doing an impression of Owen Wilson saying wow. Tim Curry as Owen Wilson as <laughs> freaking Furter. Like, it would just be like wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well... Anyways, so so his character uh, shows this little ring that has this... It looks like a jade jewel in the middle of it. It looks like an eye that Amy Mm -hmm. has been painting. Mm -hmm. So he has some, like, nefarious reason to be there. He thinks that she knows where this lost city is that he's been looking for all his life. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, Dr. Peter Elliott wants to take Amy back to the jungle where she was born... And he needs funding for that. Here comes Herkimer Homolka <laughs> saying that he'll fund the entire expedition, but he cannot pay for the plane. So there's this scene where they're sitting on the tarmac. Everything is getting offloaded of this plane. So Herkimer is pretty much like a snake oil salesman, mm-hmm. right? He's just like a con artist, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Okay. This is where Peter meets... Karen. Is it Dr. Ross? Is that her first name is Karen? Karen Ross. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sucks. It's Karen. Yeah. This whole scene of her like stepping up like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to be part of your expedition was very bizarre because mm-hmm. I didn't really understand like her scene with uh, Travis. Yeah. Like it was just very like, you're going to go here and you're going to do these things. It's like, okay, I've run millions of missions before. But like, they have enough money. They could just go themselves. Yeah, but I think that they they were doing it under the guise of something else other than like, hey, we need to go to this African country and get these diamonds. That's close. That makes sense. That makes sense. And they didn't want like mass media outbreak of of what what they were doing. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was just like a weird interaction. Like Mm -hmm. she... She's trying she to force w- herself into that expedition. Yes, but she was like, mm-hmm. I sent you emails, I sent you things, and <laughs> P- <laughs> Peter's like, yeah, I got all of them, like, whatever. It's like, there's someone who's, like, emailing you and is like, hey, I'm willing to help fund this expedition. Mm-hmm. Like, can I come along and do these things? And he's, I don't know, he just, like, was kind of a jerk for not, like, not really any reason. He's pretty righteous for no reason. Oh, That's my the God. Thing. He's like, I'm doing this on, like, funded money and everything like that. It's like, all right. Well, people yeah. are willing to pay for this uh, gorilla to get back. And you're like, no, it's fine. I'll do it on my well, own. Well, he has that line, like, <laughs> like, I'm I'm a scientist, not a bag of flour or something like oh, that. Oh, yes. Bag of sugar. Bag that of sugar. was my, he's like, I'm not a pound of sugar. I'm a primatologist. That's right. <laughs> primatologist. I did it. You did it. Yay. <laughs> I'll say it five times fast. <laughs> Privatologist. <laughs> I just throw up. Like, wow. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he's he essentially feels like she's buying him off to be a part of this uh, expedition. They find out they can't pay for the fuel. And then she's like, fucking need me. Like, I'm going. This quick scene, as they're loading up, the, the montage scene of loading up, shows the pilot who is Jimmy Buffett. So this man has cameos all over like movies. He's in Hook. He's in Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. He's in Hook. He's like a uh, he's a pirate when oh just like in the background like Glenn Close. I believe he's the pirate that's like ooh fancy shoes when <laughs> Peter like first gets oh, to really? uh, Neverland. Oh, yeah, so he's like part of the pirates that are chasing him. So they are in the air. Well, first off, before they go into the wow. air, oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> 
before they're in the air, Herkimer's inside the lobby of the airport, and some overseer, some boss, or yeah. whatever. That. <laughs> it sounds like a video game. Some comes over. up to him. Already covered that. No, but, I know we're past that. Yeah, he's just I'm just back. saying. Oh. there's a better cameo mm-hmm. than Jimmy Buffett. There's never a better cameo than Jimmy Buffett. It's Master Boyd from Mortal Kombat. Oh God, Master Boyd. Yeah, yeah. who's Master Boyd? It's uh, Johnny Cage's manager. <laughs> That's like, hey, get on this boat. Oh, God. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> hey, Johnny. <laughs> Five episodes in, we're connecting like Kevin Bacon. Even... <laughs> well, I didn't even catch that. And you're like, that's Master Boy. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's how that's how I am with movies. Like, yeah. I recognize people immediately, even if it's like a bit actor. That's... And, and I mean, there's plenty of them in this movie. There's mm-hmm. so many actors. Like, I have an entire list of actors that I've seen in other movies. Mm-hmm. And they go unaccredited in and this one. Unaccredi- but they play great parts. I mean, there's an actor from The Mummy Returns that mm-hmm. I, was, I didn't even know. But I started looking up all of his like IMDb stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like a British actor. He's like well accomplished. And you're like... What? He's mm-hmm. British. He's British. <laughs> He's leaving breadcrumbs. <laughs> so that was really cool. But yeah, that whole plane scene was also very strange because it's oh, like, when they're finally like in their seats. Yeah, so they're they're on the plane. They're flying to the Congo, and Amy does not like Karen at all. She's like calls her an ugly woman, <laughs> just like mm-hmm. all through it, like ugly woman. Uh-huh. Which he was like, I'll explain later. He does not explain why. Amy does that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, does he? he? Does. Yeah. No, he, he doesn't. Just, yeah, like on the plane. Did you watch this movie? <laughs> yeah, did watch the Are you just spitballing it? <laughs> what did he say? Anyway, well, like they're the on the The gorilla dies on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> she never makes it home. Oh. No, well, so she calls her an ugly woman. They, they sit her down. They're taking off. Also, we find out Amy wants this green drop drink, which just. Raindrop. Ha- green drop. Is it green, green drop? Dr- did you watch this movie, Isabel? Drop top. <laughs> was it green? I thought he said rain. Green drop drink because it has olives in oh, a martini, which are green. Okay. Have you had a martini? Have you watched this I've movie? I've never actually had a martini. Before. Who is Amy in this movie? The monkey. It's not a monkey, it's an ape. Ah! Stab! <laughs> Well, technically. Wow. Wow. Technically. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so Peter makes this gorilla a drink, which is like a little comedic point in the movie. She downs this whole thing, burps, passes out. Mm -hmm. And that's where he explains to Karen that... Amy just gets a little touchy. Yeah. And that was it. That was his whole explanation. (laughs) Yeah, so I had to agree with her because she's an ape and can rip my arms off. So, yeah, you're ugly. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, probably should teach her to be nicer to people. Yeah. But I also wrote, this is where Karen asks, like, why are you teaching this ape to, like, sign language? Why are you teaching her to speak? And then he starts going on this, like, philosophizing rant. Yeah. And immediately gets nerd shamed. She's like, let me restate it again. Why teach her to talk? Mm-hmm. It's like a political debate. He's almost. like, yeah, yeah. It's like, answer the question. He's like, here's my soapbox. And she kicks it out from underneath him. Answer the question, Steven. <laughs> yeah, that whole scene, I was like, okay. <laughs> like yeah. that interaction. But then he goes to her. It's like, why are you doing, like, what are you doing? And she's like, don't mind me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, 
Okay. She's like, I'll shoot you with a fucking laser if you ask me another yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> the plane finally lands in, quote unquote, Central Africa. Mm-hmm. And the next character we meet is Eddie Ventro. Yep. Eddie Ventro, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Not how he sounds. Uh, he does sound like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which is the... I can't remember the name of the character. But he's Eddie Ventro. In the Matrix. He's Cypher. Cypher in the Matrix. And it's like, is that the only thing I know him from? No, he's in, he's in the Bad Boys movie. He's in the Captain Goonies. Howard. Yeah. Okay. He's in the Goonies. Yep. He's in the Goonies. He's in okay. the Daredevil movie mm-hmm. That's with Ben right. Affleck. Oh, yeah. He's a weird writer guy. Yeah. And the he that Taylor keeps alluding to is Joe Pantaleone. Nope. Yep. What? Joe Pantoliano. So. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> like a mouthful of marbles. Gosh. Anyways, and and so his character is like the guy that can get you anything. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I need a helicopter with some machine guns and a pack of cliff bars. And it's like, I'll have it for you in two hours. And all of a sudden, like, it's there for your, your trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely a great addition yeah. to uh-huh. the movie. But when they land, the the country, Tanzania, is in, like, civil unrest. Mm-hmm. So there's like some type of coup going on. A car explodes. They're like, oh, they blew up the president, but they missed him. So it's like now they're trying to get out of this airport. Yeah. And everybody's fighting. Mm-hmm. So they roll up and Eddie is taking him to meet Monroe Kelly. And Monroe Kelly is another character that actually in this movie is like my favorite character. He's the, in the best entire character movie. in the entire oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and he is played by Monroe Kelly's played by Ernie Hudson, who was Winston in the Ghostbusters one, one and two, and in the new one coming mm-hmm. out. Uh, he was also in the Crow, but he's done a ton of voice <gasps> work. Oh yeah, I forgot he's in the Crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, what a good movie. Well, yeah. that's debatable. It's a great movie. Okay, first you said it's a good movie. Now it's a great movie. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. No, it go, it's, it's good for her, but as soon as you don't like it, then it's great. It's a fabulous movie. <laughs> this is probably the best movie ever. Right? <laughs> uh, but he plays a character, Monroe Kelly, who is quite the smooth talker and can like navigate difficult situations in Africa. Mm-hmm. He knows like who to talk to, how to like grease the palms, get what you want, and get across borders. This also was there were some like bit parts. They get captured. Okay, mm-hmm. and they get like put into an interrogation room, which would be terrifying. It w- it would be terrifying. You're in an African, uh, actually any interrogation room where you're essentially strapped to a chair. Somebody's yelling at you. You know, whole like swinging lights, like tell me who this person is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only two people who were taken there were Peter and Richard. Okay, the gorilla is somewhere else. You know, detained. Um, but they are getting yelled at, and I thought the line was actually kind of funny their interrogator was yelling at Peter and then Richard's like, Oh, this is really Kafka. And he mm-hmm. turns to him. He was like, who is Kafka? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> there was like some humor mixed in with like, this is a serious like scene. Mm-hmm. Like just with like when they pan out at the end, <laughs> like, Hey, we're getting Peter and Richard and the monkey out. You just, it just pans next to all these people getting like, 
who look like beat up and harassed and everything. Yeah. And yeah. you're just like, we need to leave. They're like now. broken arms, gunshot wounds. Somebody's yeah. like laying down on the floor. Nobody's helping them. Yeah. Yep. That yeah. was like, yep. oh. Guys standing around with automatic rifles. Yep. Yeah. It was it's like, I'm good. It's horrific. Mm-hmm. But another unaccredited uh, character here is Captain Wanta, played by Delroy Lindo. Mm-hmm. If you do not know who this man is, look him up. He has a very extensive Isabel's shimmy and like she freaking loves it. What? So he's in two of my favorite movies from mm-hmm. like the early 2000s. Okay. Romeo Must Die. Yep. And, and uh, Gone in... Th- actually, one. multiple. And The One. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Gone in 60 Seconds. I have Gone in 60 Seconds. Point Break, The Core, yep. and Get Shorty. And yeah. get shorter. Yeah, that's so you can definitely what tell our from. ages of what movies were popular <laughs> during our teen years. Oh, yeah. But I just remember him in Romeo Must Die, and you're like, that movie was sweet. Oh Aaliyah's in there. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, man, she don't succeed. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you who can't see as well, she's just nodding her head in approval. <laughs> but, but he plays a warlord, and another great character he sits him down he's like in this extravagant room he's like have some tea and cake very nice and cordial but could probably also put a bullet in your head but everybody still needs passage across the border and he's like oh well you're gonna need that truck then you're gonna need 10 men and karen's just like oh fuck i don't want to deal with this like reaches in her bag pulls out like 20 grand gives it to gives it to him and he's just like looks off to the side and is like more mm-hmm. and then <laughs> more she gets money. like another 30 so they pay him like 50 grand to get across to get the truck and like 10 guys across the border stop eating my cake <laughs> <laughs> stop eating my sesame cake also yeah oh my gosh cut all this stuff out <laughs> yeah i really like that somebody took their time to make sure of that yep it's so on like, Etsy. so like five people would be like oh that would be great and then, like, not no one it. would get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After meeting General Wanta, mm-hmm. they load up the truck, drive to another airport where Eddie Ventro has come through with another plane, supplies, like armaments, guns, everything that they need. There's the montage of loading up the plane. Monroe looks at Herkimer and is like, I think I know you. This is what happened. You went on another expedition. All these people died. Somebody got shot. Nobody knows by who. So I can only assume that Herkimer like chickened out and like shot this other guy on his past expedition. Mm-hmm. And Monroe Kelly is the one who had to go in and save him. Mm. Herkimer was about to call him like the worst name possible. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A naughty man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> naughty a naughty man. man. <laughs> and so. But Roe cuts him off, like, before the first full syllable comes out of his mouth. And he just goes white. He's like, what were you about to call me? You bet your ass he goes white. <laughs> I'm, pretty- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if he would have said it, he would have shot him. And been like, sorry, we'll take you the rest of the way. I'm pretty but- sure everyone yeah. at that airfield would have shot oh, him. Yeah. Yep. More <laughs> rations. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's the last time that you see Eddie Ventro. Everybody's okay. They get on the plane mm-hmm. and they leave. Yeah, he's a fun character, though. I kind of wish he, he was, was in a-, the movie a little more. Yeah, like he, he just, just pops up at like base camp. Like he serves his purpose. He shows up exactly when you need him to, which is his character. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, you never see him again. So they're flying across what 
can be assumed as occupied territory, and they start getting heat-seeking missiles shot at the plane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Karen is a badass. Yes, I wrote that down. Yes, Sorry. Karen is a badass. Yeah. Everybody's scrambling. What do we do? She kicks the plane door open and starts shooting flares at these things mm-hmm. to distract them and like blowing them up. Yeah. yeah. So Mar- Monroe follows suit, grabs a flare gun as well, mm-hmm. which is essentially how like a fighter jet would deploy flares if it's being tracked by a missile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how they work in this movie is actually pretty realistic from mm-hmm. what I can tell oh. because it's like they track them for a little bit and then explode. But they don't, if you see a heat seeker in a movie, it usually like follows somebody like <laughs> yeah. right on their ass. It's like, that's, that's not yeah. how they work. <laughs> like the, like the heat seekers from, uh, well, it's not heat seekers. The missiles from, um, episode two, when Django Fed is chasing Obi-Wan, how it's like following him perfectly. Mm-hmm. That's how like, <laughs> okay, it's, that's it's like, really that's, random. that's not how Yeah, that's, that's just, I'll cut it out, whatever. <laughs> no, no, it's good. No, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. So you're really comparing like Earth heat-seeking missiles <laughs> to like... Star Wars heat-seeking missiles? To. Okay. <laughs> you're like, there's no way that could be possible. It's a great scene. I don't like no. sand. If any of those prequel, <laughs> if any of those prequel movies come up, I don't like sand. We... It's cold. God. <laughs> and it gets everywhere. And it gets everywhere. <laughs> Okay, I am so sorry. Well, unfortunately, so, no, there's no fine. sand in the jungle, which they're flying over. That was a forced degrees. segue there. <laughs> Anyways, so... Segue <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> Stop talking about episode two. Um, anyway, so they're shooting flare guns, and then they, they figure out that they have to all parachute out of the plane. Oh, mm-hmm. God. They doped up Amy with, like, a pill and a banana. She's strapped to Monroe. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets either pushed or jumps out of the plane. Okay, and it's as they... What What do you have to say? You I'm sorry. Add? That scene was ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, I know their plane was going down, mm-hmm. but everyone's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I just know how to parachute. I would die on that plane mm-hmm. because there'd be no way. Or someone's... I'm just going to grab onto someone and see what happens. Well, but, aren't all those guys like military? I get, Yes. Yeah. But then you have Peter and you have Richard. Oh, Richard. Is Richard, the Richard worst and Peter character. are such a puss. They hand him a they hand him a uh, a parachute and he's like, oh no, like okay, fine, just fucking stay here and get blown just up die. with this plane. Just yeah. die. I wouldn't even know how to do that. Put it on, jump out, count to five, and pull the cord. Okay, okay, but they strap Amy to Monroe. Like I said, yeah. But like watching him fly through the air, it just looks like a hair. Like yeah, he's got like a hair suit like on, a hairy vest, <laughs> like a hairy vest. <laughs> Like, is that really an entire gorilla on the it's front like, of him? I don't think that's a person. <laughs> it just like, it was just really funny the yeah. way it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as they all kind of parachute to safety, the they land on the ground and they see the plane get blown up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which looks decent. It, it does. And mm-hmm. the one thing I do have to say about that, well, there's a lot of things I can say about this movie, good and bad, but when you see like the montages and the the scenes of them walking someplace or rafting someplace. It's not, it's not like CGI Mm -hmm. or something in front of a green, like they, they are walking on like a sand dune. They are walking on the edge of a a mountain, Mm -hmm. which is good. And like movies 
when that happens, it makes it so much more believable mm-hmm. and realistic as opposed to like, okay, you can kind of tell that, hey, look, Amy, this is... It's like, no, there's the real jungle. It's like, that's yeah. they're in Africa shooting this. Yeah. Um, this ain't no jungle cruise. Cut S- that out. Scene. <laughs> scene. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no. so now they have to make a new base camp. Monroe is trying to figure out what Karen is looking for. Like, what's her whole bend on this? Mm-hmm. And this is where you learn that Karen used to be in the CIA. So... Mm-hmm. Kind of a badass. Yeah. Um, she won't say what she's looking for. There's a beacon that she's tracking. He's like, what is that? Is that a person or is that a thing? And she's like, oh, it's a little bit of both. You know, kind of secretive. Karen gets a glimpse of what destroyed the original base camp. Mm-hmm. And she she gets this information through setting up another call with Travis yep. back in Texas. And she, and then he has a primatologist too. Cause he's mm-hmm. like, Hey, I had my primatologist look at this. Like these primatologists are all over it's the just place. Chock yeah. full of primatologists. <laughs> yeah. Just ready to like analyze any bit of uh, video or a photo that might be ape like, but it's a gray gorilla and it's killed all these people. Yeah. So as this is happening, Karen is on the call. Mm hmm. Amy and Peter are running around. Peter's just kind of like chasing her playing tag or whatever. Mm -hmm. Which makes me feel uncomfortable whenever they like, I'm going to tickle you. Because it's like, I know there's a person in that gorilla outfit. Mm -hmm. And it's just like their interaction. I don't know. It's just weird to me. What? (laughs) What, did it take you out of the movie or something? It kind of did. Like, Amy as a gorilla is signing, like, tickle Amy. Like, she wants to, you know. It just was weird to me. Oh, that's all. Like you, he's like, I'm gonna like. He was just like, I'm gonna tickle you, and I'm like, Ugh. are you going like creeper? No, like, <laughs> no, like, like this is special tickle game, no, baby. No, like, what are you God, talking no, about? I just thought it was weird. I don't know. This isn't Ming from last episode. It's no. not like he's taking the gorilla up to his room and. <laughs> oh, no, I gotta show like, you something, but first let me take me a shower. <laughs> I know it's not that. No, I just I don't know. It just made me feel weird. Maybe you're weird. <sighs> Probably, probably. Anyway, sorry. So if a sorry. gorilla asked you to tickle them, you wouldn't. Tickle I would the not. I'd be like, "What the fuck? You're talking gorilla?" <laughs> <laughs> that would probably. Be it's my a fucking person. gorilla. It could rip your arms off and tickle themselves with your <laughs> severed limbs. That's disgusting. <laughs> you will. You better tickle that now freaking that's gorilla. Perverted. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. It just felt weird. I don't know. It just felt weird. Okay. It felt weird. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, the gorilla right. also drinks martinis with two olives, oh. extra dirty. So. Also, when they were transferring her from the plane to the to the next rendezvous, rendezvous. Yeah. Rendezvous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She like smokes a cigar. Oh, that's yeah. right. And you're totally like, over that's that. odd. So those, <sighs> so Amy smokes and drinks. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh yeah, when she was smoking, you can hear Richard in the back. Amy, don't inhale. She's like. <laughs> Takes a big old drag. Shut up, Richard. Richard, stop being a pussy. <laughs> Puts it out on his forehead. <laughs> Go do some math, you nerd. Fuck oh, off, Richard. Fuck off, Richard. Tickle Amy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost just shot bubbly out of my nose. <laughs> almost died. Oh, Sorry. Sorry, a bit of a tangent. No, it's fine. <laughs> So, Amy runs by the telecommunication equipment, knocks it over. Oh, my God. Do you want to take this one, Taylor? Yeah. 
and uh, Travis <laughs> Travis gives us a good old God damn it, not again! <laughs> Where are my diamonds? Did you put your neighbor to the couple of the fire? <laughs> <laughs> just yell at just oh, eleven God. for no he reason just, immediately. Yeah, he so, just automatically just gets pissed. He's so fucking. So mad. he's just sitting there in Texas, like all these damn gorillas killing all my people. Not again! <laughs> And she gets a little upset, which I completely understand, but yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. you're in the middle of the jungle. like Yeah, and also, the communica- the equipment that they have, mm-hmm. it gets knocked over. She's like, it's destroyed. I'm like, you work for a communication company, and they don't build it better Like if it gets tipped over. Like, yeah. it's done. You're yeah. all the way, like, halfway across the world. Yeah, it's not like it's not like Amy trampled it. She literally just knocked it she over. She knocked it over, and it it's is. like, it's all ruined. Yeah, so it's now ruined. they have no way to communicate, Amy you know, with Amy. Amy doesn't any- give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now they have no way to communicate with anybody back home. Mm-hmm. In the jungle, you must wait just like- until the dice read fiber game. <gasps> Continue. Wait, me? Quoting Jumanji? <laughs> You're like, shut up, single <laughs> More Jumanji. <laughs> this movie is over. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay, anyways. So they continue traveling to where Amy was born. It rains one night. Richard's tent washes away. You know, good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Nobody God. So Richard in this movie is like the nester of Tremors. <laughs> where he just kind of says things that really get to you and you're like he's the assistant and it's just like he's just there i mean even from the beginning he wasn't even funny it was just like at the beginning he was like make sure you pack this and he's like i really don't want to go it's like honestly if i was peter be like then don't come because Mm -hmm. i don't want to listen to you whine Mm -hmm. all the way it's like you're an adult yeah and peter (laughs) peter isn't as much a science nerd as you would think he would be like yeah he's he can take care of himself yeah if he needs to yeah you know, he's been around the block a few times, I guess you would say. You but like, sound like a skank. <laughs> been around the block. Is that the like, phrase? Yes. Like, oh, she's been around the block a couple times. I thought you could say that for somebody who knows how to, like, handle anything. Mm. Well, what would you say? What's the phrase? I don't know. It just. He can take care of himself. You can say, like, he, he knows how to handle himself. Yeah. Shit, I should have said that. Did you have anything else to add? No. <laughs> no, but it makes sense. Peter can handle himself, but then you have Richard, who's like... Helpless. Amy definitely seems like more of the comedic relief, especially with how she handles like stuff with Karen. Smoking cigars, <laughs> yeah. drinking martinis, calling Richard a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's pause right here. So Richard is played by Grant Heslov. He was in Argo, The Ides of March. So pretty big movies. Also True Lies. Yeah, and that's what I recognize. That's what from. I mean, yeah. He's the CIA cameraman. Yep. And he plays kind of like the same character. Yeah, but he's a little more like hardened. He's a little tougher. Yeah, I guess. I mean, to make it the CIA, I don't think he could be a Richard. Or the morning after the rain, mm-hmm. uh, Peter wakes up screaming, runs out of the tent, and oh, he's yeah. like, there's something, there's some growth on me. And it's a leech on his dick. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> so he goes to Monroe, who seems to know everything. He's like, Buh. And he's showing him, he's like, look, see? And he's like, here, just burn it off with this. Gives him his cigar. He burns it off, and then hands the cigar back to Monroe, and the look on his face when he throws it down is just like, he's like, oh, what, like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Why did he get this back trash? to me? Yeah. 
So directly after that, mm-hmm. there's two figures standing in the tree line behind him, and they are members of the Ghost Tribe, mm-hmm. which is some indigenous people that live out in the jungle, um, covered in like a white substance, mm-hmm. okay, powdery mm-hmm. whatnot. They have brandings and stuff all over them. Who they just happen to have the exact information that this group is looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, there's this dead guy with this symbol on his jacket, mm-hmm. and it just happens to be like the Travicom symbol. So they immediately yeah. take them there, where the entire ghost tribe is having, I don't know, a seance, some type of ritual over them. Mm-hmm. They say he's dead, mm-hmm. but not in the sense of like deceased dead. It says yeah. there's varying levels of dead. And it just happens to be Bob Driscoll, who was one of the people that was in the original base camp with like Charlie and Jeffrey uh, from Travicom. Mm-hmm. He sees Amy just walking up like, hey, what's going on? Screams bloody murder and then dies. <laughs> yeah. So everybody... Dramatic. Very dramatic. So everybody thinks that's pretty weird. And this is where Karen spills the beans about like, oh, I just had this conversation. There's gray gorillas. Nobody's seen a gray gorilla. The primatologist said that there is one. And now this is a threat that they have to deal with. I picked uh, Bob Driscoll as one of those characters that I've seen in like so many other movies. But I specifically remember him from an episode of X-Files. He's in like one or two episodes of X-Files. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, look at that. Really? Which which one was he in? Uh... The episode where he's a writer right next to Mulder, and he's, like, involved with Scully in a weird way, but he's writing this story. Yes. And all these things start to come true. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It's great. It, it's just interesting. It was, mm-hmm. like, a weird off episode kind of okay. thing. But it was like, oh, I've seen you before in other things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they just happen to have rafts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I guess Eddie Ventro has provided to them. Because he's like, hey, hey you, might need some, you might need these rafts. <laughs> he comes out of the jungle with yeah. the rafts. <laughs> like, how did you get here, Eddie? We, we were on a plane that got shot down. It had like a two-day head start on you. How are you here? I got my ways, you know, whatever. <laughs> so they they load these rafts up. And then they start singing the mamas and the papas. California yeah. dreaming. California yeah. dreaming. So Peter's singing to Amy. Do you think that's weird, too? That he tickles Amy and he sings to her. <laughs> no, it was like to drinks. calm her down and stuff like that. And then everyone else like started singing the same mm-hmm. song. I thought it was kind of a cute scene. Yeah, yeah. it was also it was, it was cool. It was also funny that like there's one scene where he is playing with Amy and all the like guides. They're like, oh, husband and wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they get in these rafts, go down a river to Virundi, and again they. All of these people, all these actors, are really on these rafts going down rapids. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And this is where Herkimahomolka <laughs> starts telling the story of the city of, J- of whoop starts telling the story of mm-hmm. the city of Zinge mm-hmm. that he's been looking for all his life, and he says that he had picked up a book when he was a kid, read this story, did some research. And he found this ring that had an eye on it. It's the same eye that uh, Amy has been painting. So Amy must know where this is. Mm -hmm. And I guess this city of Zinge was a diamond mine for King Solomon. So they they add that layer in there. 
he also tells a story about the killer apes that guard this oh, yeah. city. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's true. They, they do exist. The scene cuts and immediately goes into a night scene where they're still on this, what I can only assume is a river or like a, a wider part of the waterway. Mm-hmm. And you see these ripples in the water. Ugh. Yeah. Well, they're shining like flashlights and stuff like into the water. And you're well, like, yeah, maybe why like are they because doing there's, this? there might be crocodiles around or something. And you're yeah. also on a river in Africa in the middle of the night (laughs) okay how many things in the water could kind of fuck you up okay (laughs) well this is where it kind of felt like they were going through some like universal studio ride Mm -hmm. and this hippo like like, pops out of the water and knocks a guy out of the raft i'm assuming he's dead but the hippos start attacking the rafts yes and then it just goes on where they're walking along, so they made it off of the river, and they see another plane get shot down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like, I don't know who's on that plane, some poor bastards. Boom. Plane gets shot down. Another group of people. Which is kind of like, like she's on this mission. She's already been doing all these things to get this diamond back for this guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ooh, don't trust you. I'm going to send someone else out there to do this. And you're like... I'm still here. Like, I'm still alive. Well, like, she, she didn't. Or I guess he didn't know that. Because true. all he saw was, like, the true, flash true. of the and, then, the and mo- then, like... That's true. That's, that's why true. he was like, God damn it, not again! <laughs> <laughs> Losing people left and right. They are very close to where Amy was born. She was born on the other side of this mountain, which is happens to be a volcano that is close to erupting. Yeah, that's, like, an added factor to this, too. Yep, perfect timing. I mean, even kind of before this, they started talking about the volcano, like, oh, it's making, like, movement and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you're like, wow. It's like, we're just trying to do this one thing. And then it's like, and now a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, dang it. Mm-hmm. What else do I have to contend with? <laughs> so they make it over this mountain. They get to the original base camp. There's no bodies. There's no bodies body nobody's body nobody's <laughs> body so there's nobody there no no corpses no equipment this is where i was a little confused how did they find that like lost city of zinch because they didn't jump in the water no they they seriously just stumble upon it yeah. they're walking through the forest yeah chopping down you Trees. know one of the with... guys is like hey you want to see what i found yeah okay okay yeah the scene with the camp where it's like there's no bodies and there's no stuff it's mm-hmm. like where did these things go? So that was kind of crazy. Oh, we're going to find out. <laughs> so they they follow uh, Kahega to the lost city of Zinj. Herkama Homolka. Gets all super excited. Uh, is like, see, it's true. I told everybody, look at this little, look at the eye. It's the exact same. Which they are not the same. He holds that ring. And it's so tiny. I was like, I know that ring's not fitting on your finger. I know. It's <laughs> like, like a little kid's ring. It's, I mean, it's like the size it's a of a penny. Ring. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is where you really get the first sense of like what the city's entrance looks like. Mm-hmm. And I have in my notes, found City of Zinj or Olmec's Temple. So it looked exactly yeah. Yeah. like Secrets of a Hidden Temple from Nickelodeon. Was it the... Follow the path to the shrine of the red monkey. <laughs> <laughs> it was like blue barracudas. Everything had a, like, oh, a yeah. color associated with it. The green lizards. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's that's a callback, but I saw that and I was like, it's just 
Omex Temple mm-hmm. right yeah. there. I was expecting, because it had a face and everything with, like, these orange eyes, and I was expecting, like, the bottom lip to start moving. <laughs> like me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like in the labyrinth when they go to the caves mm-hmm. and the, oh, yeah. the, the, walls the, are talking. the walls are talking and he's like, slow down. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm it down. He's like, I'm sorry. I just haven't done that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so they get really excited. At this point, Karen is really excited to find Charles still alive and everybody heads into the temple by way of the steps that we saw Charles, who we can only assume was killed at the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. And the only people left outside are Amy, the gorilla, the handler, Charles, Claude, and then some nameless uh, other tracker or guide. So the character Claude... (gasps) Go ahead. Character Claude is one of the um, guides from George of the Jungle. Yes! And I remember him because they have that quick close-up on his face when he's just like, bad man falls in poop classic <laughs> line of comedy so let's throw our heads back and laugh yeah. and it's like oh yeah. shit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean they enter the <laughs> what was, was that, that somebody's stomach it wasn't mine it was my stomach <laughs> <laughs> okay so george's jungle and what were you about to say oh i was just saying like when they first enter it's like it just goes zero to 60 after those it does because like, all of a no sudden stop. yeah and all of a sudden there's Egyptian hieroglyphics all over the place. Yes. Actually, they're not hieroglyphics. I'm sorry. They are hieroglyphics. <laughs> he did say that weird, and I'm like... Ooh. In this terrible Romanian accent. I am so sorry, uh, Tim Curry, but... I, I just don't know why they gave him an accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand. But yeah, no, that scene, like, it, the last... This is like, we're close to the end of the movie. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, it's been like some gradual action, like planes exploding, stuff like this. And it's like, no, we're here. It's happening. And you're like, oh my God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because they start seeing these hieroglyphics in the temple. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Herkima just takes the lead and is like, shine a light over here and here and here. Like, let's find this mine. He's getting real greedy. I was like, you're bossy. no. Translation is, oh no. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) He says that after they find, like, the way to the... Just one of the the paths. Yeah. One of the paths is covered by fallen rocks. Yeah. So they're looking around the temple, and while they're in the temple, the people on the outside are dealing with their own issues. Yes. Mm -hmm. Richard has gone to look for Amy because she's walked off and actually tried to find a group of gorillas that they ran into previously mm-hmm. in this story which she considers good gorillas they're just like mountain gorillas there's a silverback and whatnot mm-hmm. so she's trying to find like a family to join yeah um richard unfortunately does not find her and he finds the gray gorillas mm-hmm. so as the people in the temple are looking at the hieroglyphics oh no happens yeah you hear him scream he runs down the stairs, falls down the stairs into the temple. Here comes Richard, all bloody, runs into Peter, let me go, boom, falls to the ground. Dead. Yeah, which he's covered in blood. His eyes are popping out. Yeah, he like... <laughs> I don't get... I don't get what... <laughs> like, it seems to be a common theme that people who encounter the gray gorillas yeah. are just dying they're from crazy. fear. They're crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. Which is 
I mean, I guess there's like shock and terror that you can for Debbie. Dang it. Like there's definitely like shock or traumatic experience where, yeah, you like, but it almost seems like I saw something so horrific. I went crazy. Yeah. But every single time it's a, it's like an albino gorilla. Yeah. That's not like they have those. It's at not the, the craziest zoo. That's thing. not the craziest thing. Like people aren't walking by the enclosure dying left and right. Ah! <laughs> it's just a pile of people. Just like I'm too shocked. Keep the school tour here. away ah! from there. <laughs> but the way he slides down those stairs, yeah, I rewound that scene so many times. It's it's like if you <laughs> like when you're little and you slide down the stairs like on your butt, yep. or something. <laughs> But he was going really fast. He like he looked like he so was gonna fast. eat shit at some point. But he he, <laughs> he kept just with it. Slid down. But it, it definitely looked a little funky. It was it was very intense. But mm. that that's I why mean, they kept it in. It was intense. Oh my gosh. Well they're saying the with the hieroglyphics. 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 I can pronounce that, but I can't pronounce the actual word correctly. Mm-hmm. The writing on the um, walls. The writing on <gasps> Destiny's Child. (laughs) (laughs) Seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Richard dies. And Isabel's happy. Yeah, I was pretty happy. I was like, oh, thank you. But he even died annoyingly. (laughs) His eyes were like up in the back of his head. Well, he's like, help me. He's like, help me, help me. And then he's like, get off me. And it's like, we're trying to help you. So they let him go. He falls to the ground and he's just dead. Yeah, and then that's where one of these gray gorillas runs down the stairs and chucks one of these other guys' heads at the group. <laughs> Which, who, the guy who gets hit with the head just kind of like, Ugh. Ugh. Like, you <laughs> Tim, hit me with that. Tim Curry? Yeah, he doesn't have any reaction. He's just like, ah, you threw something at me. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some crazy camera work at that part. Does it remind you of anything? Oh yeah, it definitely gosh. does. Except... It is totally worse in this movie. It is. For some odd reason, they decided to <laughs> slow down. Was it slow was or called? was it blurry? Is that Rue Vision? It's called Kangaroo Vision. Kangaroo, kangaroo Vision. Vision. Yeah. Where it's like they just distor- distort the entire image and you're like, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like someone was like, you know what will be really sweet during the scene? If you can't you make can't out make anything. Out anything. <laughs> it's, like, it's like even more... Well, even less frames yeah. than when they did the kangaroo vision in Warriors of oh Virtue. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. Because it's the only time you see it, so it doesn't tie yeah. in to any other place in the movie. Yeah, it's the first time you see these gorillas, like, you know... And you don't like, even straight see in the, them straight because in the face. you can't make them yeah. out. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's supposed to be, like, super sporadic and, like, they're so fast, but... And it only... Like, it's crap. <laughs> and it only lasts for 15 seconds yeah. in the entire movie. And they also use the most stock gun sounds... Like, this movie is chock full of stock sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I could... So, after the attack, or rave, or whatever you want to call it... Yeah. Monroe gets scratched in the face by one of the gorillas. Yes. As he's fending it off... And then he turns into a gray gorilla himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a werewolf. He's a zombie gray gorilla. <laughs> but so, he gets scratched in the face, and as he's fending it off... Um, he's facing the camera. Yeah. And he has like, he has a rifle. Like it looks like an M4 mm-hmm. or something. And they show him shooting. Mm-hmm. There's no muzzle flash. 
and it's the oozy sound effect later. <laughs> You're like, you dingus. <laughs> Maybe it's a silencer or something. Some suppressor on it. Why would he have... Why I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to help the movie out. <laughs> Obviously, it's not important. You don't know, The important know, thing are the gray gorillas, but you could it, it caught me off guard because it was so many wrong things happening. Yes. It, that, and, and again, the 15 seconds of film. Yeah. Like, it's literally 15 seconds. Yeah. And it... It just went wrong. Like, everything was... They should have just reshot it. Fine. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, nope. <laughs> it's almost like he's like, what's over there? And then they just add in, like, a gun sound effect oh while he's gosh. looking around. It's yeah. really freaking bad. I mean, now that I think about it, maybe maybe something went on that that scene was so um, messed up in shooting that in post they were just like, we gotta fuzz this up a bit because we can't reshoot this. I wonder if they did. Yeah. Makes so much sense. But like, that kind of sucks. Like one of the guys in the gray gorilla suit. You see like, half ra- his face. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't finish yeah. his. Like the mask comes up and <laughs> you see like the human neck underneath it or something. They didn't finish his costume. So they just blurred out the yeah. film. Oh gosh. <laughs> he swipes but it's a human hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank where's your glove? <laughs> it's like we only have one take. <laughs> Damn it Frank we told you to cut your fingernails. <laughs> But so they they survive this gray gorilla attack and then they run out of the temple and set up base camp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so this base camp, everybody's on high alert. There are lasers surrounding the camp now. There's fucking turrets. There are gun turrets. And yeah. So nobody nobody's sleeping. They know these gray gorillas are around, these killer apes, and they have thermal cameras so they can see where they are and then the gorillas start attacking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They start running towards the camp. The turrets start going off. The lasers are, you know, keeping the keeping them at bay. Everybody in the camp has a gun. This is where Peter says, I don't like guns. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like you're about to get killed. Shoot one of these things. So this is like a locked and loaded section of the movie, which does not come close to other movies such as predator yep that's aliens exactly. and he yep. like yeah. those good battles <laughs> like those are at the least three i thought about two of the yeah aliens and predator yeah are the first two movies that i talked about that i thought of yeah when i saw this scene i'm like somebody just shooting flares I saw that and like I was it's, like, what's the point? I, it's to add to like all the gunfighting or whatever, but <laughs> it's seriously just like flares. Like somebody has a fucking Roman candle, it's just like pew, pew. <laughs> like this isn't a fucking Godzilla movie. So, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> but also before that, Karen was like, if anything comes close to this perimeter, they're gonna get lit up like the fourth of July. And it just looked like fireworks getting shot from <laughs> Ray inside. Charles just starts playing. <laughs> 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 Do you know the words? I was like, you got... I don't want to get copyright struck. (laughs) Because it's so fucking good. Oh, God. Yeah, Karen is a badass. Mm -hmm. She's like... But the lasers and everything, that's what I remember from the trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, watching certain movies, and they show, like, before your feature presentation, here's the trailer to this movie. And I just remember... The exact scene where the, one of the monkeys like jumps towards the laser, yes. and that's all I remember from Congo. So it's like 
I had never seen anything mm-hmm. until watching it a couple days ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's that scene that I remember <laughs> from my childhood. Your life has forever changed. I'm like, oh, okay. That's where, that's where the lasers come in. <laughs> it's like, this hey, makes- a laser. <laughs> How come you don't have a laser, Woody? And you're all over the place tonight. I know. <laughs> That's how I am with movies. I so, just, yeah. but, but the the funny part is, is there's lasers surrounding the camp. Mm-hmm. Is it running off of the same diamond sand? From, I don't think so. No, they no, just like all of a sudden like, oh, we got lasers. No, they're they're like they're like perimeter lasers. So if something. Like breaks it. That's oh, when a it. turret fires. I thought a uh, like it's I, like no, laser. No, they got tracking. electrocuted. That's why I remember it. No, mm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the turrets I'm, are like motion sensors. Turrets. Are you pretty sure about that green drink? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> uh, no, I thought they were lasers that killed the monkeys as well. No, they, they just kind of they, they just kind of kept them back. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> but this is this is also a part where um, Monroe's like, "Oh, these you know apes are really smart. Like they're checking the perimeter, yes, like, figuring oh. out how to get in." Jumping back a little bit, mm-hmm. when they come across the first uh, gray ape, yes, Tim Curry is like. Oh my god, the legend of the apes are true. Like <laughs> this has never been Your brought accent. up. Yeah, I don't I was tr- oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you have marbles in I don't Hello. I don't know I why talk on my Haroka. It's like a person from Romania is like, oh my god, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he brings up that there was apparently a legend about killer apes mm-hmm. and i'm like where was this in the rest of the movie and no, when it, i walk he talks about it yeah he talks about killer apes the second time <laughs> jesus Christ. taylor just shook his head but nothing came out <laughs> oh my god taylor you okay no. <laughs> jesus. you're gonna have to edit my laugh it's gonna sound like a car no, but the second time that I watched it, uh-huh. I made sure to check to oh. see if he like mentioned that at some point. Okay. He got, there were a couple points on the plane when he talked about gorillas, like ferocity and everything. Okay. He almost got to that point of mentioning that there's a legend about killer gorillas. Because mm-hmm. all through the movie, people are like, gorillas don't kill, gorillas don't kill. Okay. And he gets really close, but he never does. But at this, he's like, oh, the killer gorillas. And I'm like, you talked about Zinj, but you forgot to talk about, you know, the killer gorillas. That like, it should have been like, a, like, it should have been like a warning. Like, hey, there might be killer gorillas here that like I get, Like, I get that the main, like, fear factor is that a volcano could explode. Mm-hmm. And that's like, oh, we need to get here. Which they barely stuff out. touch on. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. The, the only thing he says about the guards is that the guards ferocity is unmatched. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say that they're gorillas. That's the only thing. Yeah. So. But All right. The, yeah. <laughs> so they fend off the gorillas. Yeah. For thro- the night. Throughout the entire night. So the next morning when everybody woke up, Monroe discovers that 
Herkimahomolka. God dang it. <laughs> isn't there. Uh, and a couple of the uh, guides have run off. Everybody goes back into the temple uh, or the, the diamond mines looking for Herkimahomolka. <laughs> you just sound like a sound bite. <laughs> just added it. You're like, this is a call for Herkimahomolka. <laughs> Would you accept the charges? And <laughs> <laughs> it just repeats again. <laughs> but they go, they go back into the temple. They see more hieroglyphics. And while they are going into the temple, there are like minor earthquakes. So the volcano is starting to erupt mm-hmm. in a certain way. They're like, we got to get in here. We got to get out. They start reading the hieroglyphics. They were trying to train these apes to be more human-like. And it's like, oh, well, there somehow there's a hieroglyphic of the apes killing their trainers. <laughs> yeah, like who had time to put that on the wall? Yeah. Like the apes just left this guy a- alive and was like, why don't you, you know, tell our story real quick and then we'll, we'll <laughs> smash your head. So they read these hieroglyphics. They get a, a quick sense of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. They are running down this hallway and they run into Herkama Homolka. That he's been kind of popping around, like, looking for this diamond mine. Cave collapsed. This is where you see the King Solomon's diamond mine. The, the grand layout of it. There's a little stream running through. There's red sand. There's stone on either side. Cliffs. But it has these little caves kind of punched out. And then you come to find out that this is where the gorillas have been living. How old are these gorillas? Are they... They look pretty deformed. Yeah, like, are they mutated? Like They look mutated. They look like... What? They look like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So if you if anybody's seen that movie, it just looks like a gray... It looks like Harry and the Hendersons' grandfather. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Like a gray Bigfoot. Yeah, Cranky Kong. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> that was funny, brother. <laughs> um, that comment was by... Isabel. <laughs> Never mind. Just looking up facts. That's what you do before we record. I know, but I didn't think about it until now. Um, <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> no, the monkeys are quite terrifying. Yeah. There's a they're not monkeys, they're apes. I'm sorry. Monkeys have tails. Someone's going to be real offended about that. Yeah, some primatologists. <laughs> They're all over the place. Hey, I'm a primatologist, and I just listened to this last podcast of yours. <laughs> oh, they one are star. Not monkeys. One yeah. star. They obviously don't know just the difference. like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch here thinks that they're there's monkeys. A, there's um, a scene where they're kind of like gathering and stuff like mm-hmm. you see one of them and one of its hands is like real crooked and uh, like an elongated finger and i'm like ah. yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like that oh it's I when like when peter's on the ground yeah like, i don't know why now. it's like his hand's just like in the <laughs> in the shot it's just like an elongated mm-hmm. hand it's like is that i don't like it yeah, they're, like they're trying to make them look really like decrepit and grotesque mm-hmm. these obviously aren't the same gorillas from king solomon maybe they are they trained them so well that they just don't die naturally but yeah but anyway so they come into this diamond mine and herkimer homolka 
instantly gets greedy and starts falling on the ground, grabbing oh these gosh. like diamonds all over the place, like loading up his shirt and he's like, Come on, help me. And then they're like, You better put those down. Like they see these gorillas like, like looking look at him like, I'm about bad. to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch my diamonds. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets separated from the group, gets confronted by all of these gray gorillas. They trip him. They smack him around a bit. And then this one, <laughs> like... They punch him in the back. Yeah. Yes. Like, fuck your back, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them shoes, too. <laughs> and then as he's laying on the ground, he looks up. And one's, like, kind of standing over his head. The next scene is, like, you just see these two gorilla arms come down. So he, like, smashes their head. Yeah. Smashes his head. Mm-hmm. You're so like, Jesus. Yeah, so he's done. Everybody else is, like, back-to-back trying to, like, fend them off. Karen thinks that she finds a way out. Monroe's like, is, like, what is that? Is that a way out? She's like, it's a diamond, a giant geode, which essentially they've been chipping pieces off of for years. So they hold up behind a couple rocks. Peter gets pulled by one of these gorillas out and thrown into the center of the (laughs) mine. They're just kind of snarling at him Mm -hmm. at this moment where everybody else, they've killed instantly yep but they leave him amy jumps down saves the day has her vest on tells the ugly gorillas to go away and just holds peter yeah she's like intimidating him and everything like that and you're like okay uh-huh. that's kind of cool <laughs> it was kind of like intimidation wise i think they were just more confused of like what the hell is this <laughs> like what are you a robot or yeah. are you an ape mm-hmm. it looks like us but like a lot cleaner and darker and it's talking to us like it's a cyborg gorilla like so as they're confused karen is like give me a couple minutes goes over to a pile of bodies where she finds charles and jeffrey mm-hmm. so she grieves for a hot second yeah and together. then and then grabs a diamond out of Charles's hand, grabs like the gun that he was using, puts the two and two together, and Monroe's like, what are you doing? He's like, and then she has a line like, I'm going to put these guys on the endangered species list. And starts <laughs> zapping. Yeah. Yeah, racks the laser gut, if you oh will. Oh my gosh. And then with one fell swoop, like takes out like four gorillas at a time. So this laser now, this communication laser is cutting through gorillas, like cutting mm-hmm. them Left in and right. Just half of gorillas everywhere. Just like she comes out of that hole with that laser gun and just starts killing so many, so many. She just looks like a badass doing it. You're like, so they have to go out the way that they came, Mm -hmm. but it was partially blocked. And during this laser fight now, because it was a gunfight, now it's upgraded to a laser fight, (laughs) the volcano erupts. So Mm -hmm. lava is coming through the giant geode up from the ground and starts killing all the other uh, gray gorillas. Hold on. I didn't catch that last part. My brain stopped. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain. No, the, the volcano's coming in and gorillas. Mm-hmm. They're also like jumping into the volcano. Yeah, they are. Why? Probably because there's nowhere else to go. I mean. <laughs> well. <laughs> but like a lot of them were. I uh-huh. was like, is this a cult? Is this. Yeah, like, like some were getting knocked in some by were, yeah, other, other gorillas, mm-hmm. but then there's like, oh, fuck it. There's and some that just, they like, just all start <laughs> jumping into it. <laughs> I was like, is that part of the story? Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was like an error or. Goodbye, cruel like... world. <laughs> yeah. 
they knew there was nowhere else to go. Yep, that's, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they are smart, so they know when the They're end like, is near. <laughs> no, I'm not going to live through this. <laughs> no, but also at this point, the only people alive are... Peter, Karen, Monroe, and uh, Amy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're yep. so they're running out of the temple. They're running through the jungle. Mm-hmm. The volcano is erupting, causing like earthquakes. The there's crevasses opening up. They make it back to the base camp, seemingly safe at this point. There's no more gray gorillas. Karen makes a call to Travis, letting him know that his son Charles is dead. We we made it out of the temple. Gray gorillas are true. Mm-hmm. Your son's dead, and he's like, oh god. Oh, that's great. Did you get the diamond? <laughs> and she's like, didn't you hear what I said? Your son is dead. Did you get the diamond? <laughs> <laughs> and she just like, she gives him this look, stares at him and is like, yeah, I got it. And he goes like, he, he closes his eyes oh. and ki- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank Jesus. It's like, ew, yeah. you weirdo. He's like, oh, good girl, good girl. <laughs> good girl, I forgot. He's like, oh, good girl. It's like, ew, <laughs> sir. Yeah, and then the foreshadowing comes around, and she's like, do you remember when I told you I'd make you sorry if you sent me here for this diamond and not your kid? And he's like, oh, oh wait a second. And <laughs> she essentially uses the diamond to send a laser up to this... To space. Sati- to space. To space. To the satellite, the one satellite oh that he has, a telecommunications <laughs> company with one satellite... <laughs> And you can only assume blows it up because you do not see it blow up. No. Nope. They're like, we spent all the money on the fucking gorillas. Yep. So. <laughs> well, it's like, did it catch it? Did it not? Yeah, it like sent a signal up to it. And the signal was the laser. Yeah. Like, this is for you, Charlie. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and the video cuts out. So you yeah, assume you, that the, the yeah. laser was destroyed. Yeah. So she essentially <sighs> has bankrupt this billionaire because now his only satellite <laughs> is not existing anymore. Monroe blows up a hot air balloon and uh, Amy and Peter share like one last hug because the gorillas that she went looking for that they ran into earlier have come around and she's like, I'm going to go with them. And she goes off and this is where he's like, Amy, like, like you're leaving me. <laughs> Why does he yeah, say that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Amy like, can be like, yeah, I already said I was going with him. <laughs> yeah, like that was the whole deal of <laughs> like, like you taking me you back guys. to the jungle was like, I was going to go with him, <laughs> so I'm going to go. Sorry, Peter. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> it's like... So they're up in this hot air balloon. Karen has Peter throw away this large diamond. Yeah. That is the end of the movie. Amy walks away with gorillas and the credits start rolling. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, man, you can tell that these people were really ready to be done making this movie. <laughs> I know, they did not. I mean, I feel like the ending was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the whole goal, was like Amy going back to her gorillas. They accomplished their mission. Yeah, they accomplished the mission. Mm-hmm. They're going to go back. Which, what bothered me is like, they're in kind of like a war zone. They're going to have to probably get through a war zone. If they, yeah, they can't outrun a fucking... <laughs> if they can't outrun <laughs> missiles in a plane, they're this giant red balloon. <laughs> That's what I was oh like. How God. are they going to get back to where they're they gonna are? They're going to get fucking blasted out of the sky. Yeah. Like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was just... I was just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. The wind blows and sets them right back down in the original uh, airport. <laughs> like, Shit. He's like Eddie. He pops out of like a little basket that was in the hot air balloon the entire time. 
But all in all, I thought the movie was pretty good. Yeah. I was entertained the entire time. If you think about it, everybody got what they wanted. Yeah. Except for R.B. Travis. R.B. Travis. God damn it! Not again! <laughs> I, I was really worried Monroe was going to die in some point. Yeah. Like, I wasn't worried for that. Like, nothing indicated he was going to die, but it was just like... Oh, yeah. Fuck. It's like they can't have like Peter and Karen be the ones that live. Mm-hmm. They, they're in Africa. They can't kill off all the black people. In this movie. <laughs> they literally killed off all the guides. They did. And they're like Monroe's the last one left. I was like, he's they can't kill live. off Monroe. They I was like, he's one super cool. I liked his character for the point that he was the cool. I didn't know it made that noise. Sorry. <laughs> Taylor's real mad at me right now. God damn it, turn this shit off! <laughs> I liked Monroe's character the most because he was the character that would tell everyone everything the way it was. straight. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's a scene where Peter's like, I'm not I'm not James Bond. I can't be flying through the sky doing all these things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna I'm this. gonna leave. And Monroe's like, okay. You're in a war-torn country right now. You can walk wherever you want. How long do you think you're going to live? And he's yeah. like, uh... He's like, exactly. People Let's go. <laughs> like, yeah. But I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, maybe in a few years I would watch it again. And I would probably feel the exact same way. <laughs> I mean, it's the first time I've ever seen now. it. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. mad at it. I wasn't mad, like... Yeah. War is a virtue. Like, <laughs> I was just That mad. was like hatred. That, yeah. My roommates knew I was mad. <laughs> like, coming up to bed like... <clears throat> but I will have to say that that is one of my most favorite moments, is learning what the next movie is. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I know it's got to be something good. And Isabel was over at the house the other day, and she was like, I already got my movie. And she's like, doing a little dance. I was like, give me a, give me a hint. And she's like, no. But that soundtrack is fire. And she's like dancing around. The soundtrack is fire. I was like, just give me a little bit. And she's like, no. (laughs) Well, before we get into the next movie. Yes. I'll give my impression of the movie since you guys just glossed over that. I'm sorry. You're the younger brother. So. (laughs) Great. So I did like this movie. It had all of the makings of a really good action adventure movie. Like in some spots, it felt like Indiana Jones. Like the un- Uncharted games. I mean, you guys have never played them, but they're basically like Indiana Jones. I know Jones. what they are, Taylor. <laughs> well, you've never played them, though. Okay. But they're essentially like Adventurer, Lost City. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. And Tomb Raider. Yeah. And like Tomb Raider. Aside from the volcano and then the gray gorillas when they showed up, yeah. there was no like urge or like need to like hurry up and do this. Oh, well, it no, took the, us five days to get there. It's whatever. The urge to get there was to find out what happened to the original group of people, the original expedition. So Karen kept, like, pushing that along. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, I guess what I'm thinking is that this movie kind of needed a bad guy. Like oh, okay. maybe, Like, maybe the warlord uh, got wind of what they were doing mm-hmm. and, and like, the pursued diamonds. them. That would have yeah. been cool. Okay, it would have added, yeah. added, like, another factor. But I also have never read the book. So maybe if there was more of a scientific look at stuff too, but yeah, I and, didn't and really. See. Then yeah. like I'm gonna put this diamond in this laser and make it more powerful. Yeah, and plus <laughs> like, like there's no science behind it. No, they were just yeah. like we need to find these diamonds. 
so we can be number one in the telecommunications business. But they were making a like it was a weapon because at first when they show, um, I want to call him Bruce Banner, and I know his name's not Bruce Banner. Uh-huh. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> He's like David, David, David Banner. He shoots the laser in the first scene, and you're like, oh, is this? communications turning into a weapon mm-hmm. manufacturer because he's like i need these diamonds yep. they're gonna put so, it on the satellite and it's they'll ca- single people out and the freaking maybe that with i thought they were just gonna space. make guns or something with laser <laughs> with yeah. diamonds but it's like okay we have this weapon that we made it's like mm-hmm. okay travis is like an evil person or they do like an overlord that's like making sure they doing what they should be doing mm-hmm. without knowing what the real they mentioned that lasers are something that they're working on, yeah. but it's strictly for like communication purposes. <laughs> like, what yeah, do you Travis wasn't laser really forward thinking, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, oh, these diamonds are so powerful that yeah. we could use them for weapons mm-hmm. as well. Oh my! God. But nobody said that. No one said that. So that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Flowing, yeah. Flowing with ocean. What? Did you press record? Yeah, I did. Oh, all right. that, by the oh, way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, we were recording and had a little snafu about uh, how much space we had on the card because mm-hmm. we have had all of our episodes stored on this one card so far. Um, but we lost talking about the next movie that we're going to do. What do you guys think about like possibly trying to guess each other's movies before we make the announcement like moving forward? I think that sounds good. Yeah, I'm fine doing that. Okay. Even though I totally fucking guessed this one. Yeah, you yeah. did. The yeah. reaction was amazing. It's funny because there's the... also diamonds in that movie. There are diamonds in this movie. Holy so, shit. okay. So, we can give a hint to the people listening. Well, I just gave them a hint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah give them multiple the hints. Yeah. There's diamonds. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember what I said. Diamonds. Cold. Cold. Banging soundtrack. And banging soundtrack. I'm going to give t- five seconds. <laughs> you, oh, One, two, three, four, five. Okay. For them to guess. <laughs> for them to guess. <laughs> to just like what yell the out to nobody. <laughs> They're like in their car driving. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> so the movie we're going to be doing is Batman and Robin. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had this soundtrack stuck in my head for the last week. And I'm really excited to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to rewatch it because we get that amazing scene of the gorilla strip tease. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, yes, it's not like a real, it's not scandalous or anything, but it's a gray gorilla. Uma Thurman's in a gorilla outfit and then she takes it off and you're like, that's a thing. Yeah. So that's our next movie. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm ex- not. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that movie like three weeks ago. <laughs> Taylor's mad that we have to make him watch it again mm-hmm. and take notes about it, even though he made himself watch it three weeks ago. Yeah, he also made himself watch uh, Warriors of Virtue. <laughs> Multiple times. So. <laughs> the movie's so dope, you'll love it. Oh God, I'm so done talking about this. No, the thing that's going to suck is trying to stop myself from singing Kiss from a Rose, because that's actually on the soundtrack for... Batman Forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a better movie than Batman and Robin. I don't know about that one. I do. That has its own little ups and downs. I mean, oh, Tommy yeah. Lee I'm, Jones. Yes, Tommy Lee Jones is probably the worst part about that movie. But you're like, I love Tommy Lee Jones, but you're like, he's such a, like a somber, <laughs> like intense, bland man. 
Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Sorry, I'm two faced. <laughs> <laughs> and when he does that, I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> he's like, my parents died in an alleyway. And he's like, I don't care. Tangents. Tangents. You're going to jail. That's what happens when you're in a room with siblings. With mm-hmm. siblings that grew up and some of our conversations incorporate, actually a lot of our conversations incorporated lines from movies yeah. it's true Ugh. we probably could have an entire conversation I've said just this. with lines oh, i lost friends in high school because of it <laughs> did you really <laughs> no but oh, i was God. i was very movie talkative uh-huh. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was very movie talkative in high school i see i love movies but i don't think i'm a, with that many people it depends like it depends on what the what universe we're talking about like if it comes to the marvel universe mm-hmm. i do have friends that we could talk about that for an insane amount of time i know i've met some of them but i only have like one roommate who will talk to me about horror movies okay mm. and i'm like i wish there was more of you yeah. <laughs> oh. um but yeah so no, it's, it's gonna be good and uh and real quick i'd like to give a shout out to damian carter for letting us use his song just hanging out for this episode's music Mm -hmm. so until next time i'm singleton i'm isabel and i'm taylor and this is mixed movie reviews peace ew (laughs) (laughs) just hanging out hanging out hanging out with the family having ourselves a party (laughs) fuck off richard fuck off richard tickle amy Uh, I almost just shot bubbly out of my nose.